building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Good morning and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today's topic, take your PTO, if you have PTO. I guess as a business owner, I technically do not have PTO, but hey, uh, I thought it was a good title. Anyway, I want to talk today about what I learned from the time that I recently took away from my business. As I think I mentioned a few episodes ago, I took my first real time off from my business earlier this month. And a lot of really cool things happened. The business didn't burn down. In fact, I was super freaking anxious and nothing bad happened at all. Going from being plugged in every single day for nine years while I've been building my company to being fully unplugged most days was honestly kind of a hard pill to swallow. I am not going to lie. I did check in here and there when we were traveling between locations. We went to four different cities. So four different cities in two weeks equals a lot of traveling. There was even one full travel day in between. And I did my best to read and, you know, not look at my email. But I definitely did clear out some emails that probably made me feel a little bit better when I got back. And frankly, no one was sending me anything because I was gone, which was great. I did have one Slack conversation about something that I was thinking about, but still, I would say that is still pretty successful for someone who has historically worked one to two hours a day, every day, even on weekends and even on vacation. I want to talk about what I learned and what taking time actually away did for me and my team. I think that really unplugging showed my team that I had faith in them. And I do have faith in them, like a crazy amount of faith. My management team has been with me for nearly the entire time I've been building this company. I know intellectually that they can run the business without me. And it's up to me to let go and to set better boundaries. I have always been maybe a little bit too involved in the day-to-day for a long time. And I think some people in my company see that as a really good thing. Um, I've had new employees come on and say like, oh, wow, Jackie's so involved in meeting with all of her employees and coming to all the team meetings. And that stuff is good. I definitely don't want to check out. But at the same time, I don't have to be involved in every little thing. And I think I go in cycles where I pull back and then I get involved again and I pull back and I get involved again. And I need to make sure that I am setting boundaries just to let people do their jobs and not micromanage them because I freaking hate being micromanaged. And also let me have some space in my life and you know, like help my mental health. I am actually meeting with my managers today to discuss what went well and what didn't go well while I was gone. And I'm really looking forward to their point of view and whether they agree with this or whether they felt similar or if it was like really freaking stressful for them. So stay tuned on that one. 
Another benefit is that it allowed my new head of client services to get up and running kind of in her own way. It was odd timing that we brought a new member onto our leadership team for the first time in many years, of course, one week before I went on a two-week vacation. And I did spend a good amount of time with her before I left. But me being gone allowed her to spend one-on-one time with the rest of the team and get to know the other managers, and I wasn't hovering over her. Not that I would usually try to, but I'm sure I'm a little more hovery sometimes than some people like. For me personally, the time away was invaluable. It's it's just really easy to get caught on your daily hamster wheel. I, I still thought a lot about my business during the trip, but I was able to take a step back and look at the business with a clearer head, not looking through the eyes of someone who is, frankly, working myself to the bone every day, trying to get everything done. I think that I was able to see my commitments and my priorities a lot more clearly when I actually had time to unwind and relax. Another cool benefit is that I read two books and 50 pages of a third one in two weeks, and I got to remember why I love reading so much. I think usually, I don't know, while I'm working, I feel like I always have to be reading business books, but I freaking love reading fiction. I read, well, this isn't fiction, but I read Viola Davis's new book, and my God, it was heartbreaking and she is so strong just learning about her story it helps add to to the lens that you look through and the perspectives that you have in life to understand the stories of other people and how they got where they are and reading helps you learn new things i was previously reading a book every i try to read a book every month but it was probably every month or two and that ebbs and flows based on how busy i am but that's not what i want I want to read more and I love to read and leaders are readers, y'all. So get to reading, get that habit in place. Finally, I want to make some notes for you on the changes I decided to make after my time away and after thinking through everything that's on my plate. I decided that I need to redo my schedule a little bit. I pack in all of my meetings to a like 15 to 20 hour period so that I have the rest of my week free and it's just not freaking working. I want to take fewer meetings. I want to stay focused on the things that are really important and in front of me and I just need more time. I think that the most successful people spend a lot of time reading and thinking and in that deep work, which I just started the book Deep Work. Shout out to Cal Newport, the author. It is freaking amazing. I can't wait to get into it a little bit more. It's what we're reading in our book club at Excelity right now. And it just helps me understand that I need more time to go deep than to do the shallow work, like being in emails and being on social media, which you know is a big part of my business, but it's not everything. I also made the decision that I am going to move my weekly letter out to every other week. I think it will improve the quality of the content that I'm putting out and it'll open up my schedule a little bit. Some weeks I'm like, ah, my weekly letter is due and I don't freaking know what to say. And it takes me a while to write those because I am a painstaking perfectionist when it comes to 
to writing and I edit and re-edit and re-edit because I love to tell a good story and I think every single word in your writing counts. So I want to do that a little bit less so that I can do it at a higher quality and keep telling those really good stories that hopefully you love from reading my weekly letter. Definitely sign up for it if you are not right now. I will say I am proud that I made it a full year of writing nearly every single week, and I look forward to keeping that writing habit up in the future. Finally, the change that I'm making that impacts you as a listener the most is that I am going to decrease the number of podcasts that I'm putting out a week. So I want to do two a week that'll be up to 15 minutes in length versus the three a week, which were up to 10. And my Friday episodes have been a lot shorter lately. I'm also going to change up the format a little bit. It's going to be one solo episode a week like this one where you're listening to my thoughts and whatever message I have for you. And then one interview most weeks, as long as I can find really valuable people to interview, not valuable people, but people that have a really amazing message that fits with the vibe of the podcast, I will be including interviews. And frankly, the interviews have been going over the 10 minute promise anyway. I launched this podcast in September of last year, September 20th of 2021, and I really had no idea what I was biting off when I decided to publish three topics a week. Between the podcast and my weekly letter and social media content, it's just a heck of a lot of content to produce, and I am proud that I made it 10 months at three episodes per week. And hey, the number of episodes may increase again someday. And some weeks there might be more. I don't know. But for right now, I want to make sure that my schedule and my commitments work for me. And that's the biggest takeaway. Make sure that your life works for you. Don't run commitments past when it makes sense for you. Just because you said yes to something a year ago or two years ago, doesn't mean that it still makes sense for you today. And just because you made a decision, it doesn't mean that that decision has to last forever. It doesn't mean that you can't change your mind. Give yourself grace to change. I think sometimes, and those of you that are like me that take your commitments so seriously, it can be really freaking hard to change. You feel like you're letting people down and you feel like you're letting yourself down. But the beauty is often in the change and make sure that your your life works for you. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for staying with me on this journey. I would love if you share this on social media. Write a LinkedIn post and tag me in it when you hear this episode or put it on Instagram, whatever your social of choice is, and make sure that you tag me. This is the only way that we're really growing listeners is by making sure that people are seeing the content on social and that you are sharing with other like-minded individuals. Thank you so much. I will talk to you next time. 